Good up. Good up. Ah, fucked up my intro. What's up? Good morning. Good afternoon. It's the Ty Rainey Podcast. I'm back. Hey, it's been a minute. I hope you guys ain't give up on me. I do apologize. I want to say thank you if you're still kind of checking in and looking at some or listening to some old uh, podcasts from the past or even listening to my stand-up or if you listened to my stand-up and shared it out. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, how you guys doing, man? I'm, I'm, I'm here. I took a little hiatus. I've just been um, organizing shit in my life, getting stuff all sorted out. Um, you know, to be totally honest, I was at a point where I didn't want to perform. Um, as far as stand-up and just being creative, I was um, at a very low point, man. There's a lot of shit that just went on, you know, just went down in my life in the past couple, you know, two years. And my wife, thankfully, thank you, uh, Tanil, helped me get through this shit. You know, just just reminding me like of everything that we've been through in the past two years, and we're still going through some shit as far as um, you know losing money and dealing with reconstruction of the house. You know, the kitchen, the bathroom, and you know the kitchen being gutted for like a year and a half, and getting beat out of eleven grand from a contractor, and having to move real quickly out of the apartment that we was renting at for about eight years from a best friend. And having to fall out with that relationship and, and just feeling odd, you know, and then dealing with family, my father not dealing what dealing well, uh doing well, diagnosed with cancer. Um, still a trooper though. Still a trooper though, hanging in there. Gonna see him this weekend. Just a lot of shit, man. So I just wanted to peel back some of the layers and um take a look at me again. You know, I didn't feel like I was being my authentic self, you know. Um you know, it just felt felt off. You know, I was still hitting a couple of stages, doing all right. Not out here bombing in the streets, I'm telling you that. I ain't out here doing no T.I. shit. Out here getting booed. And God bless you, T.I. It takes time to get better, um, you know, with stand-up comedy. But, um, yeah, man, I was just in a really um, bad spot, you know, mentally. And, and sometimes you can't tell on social media because we all show our highlights, right? So nothing but a highlight reel of the good times of our lives and i'm not really into broadcasting the bad and shit like that it's just you know i want to be honest with myself and honest with the people that follow me and i think this is probably the best way to do that um through the platform of um my podcast instead of visually venting um unnecessarily on you know instagram facebook whatever those platforms might be i think this is probably a better for me better source for me you know, and uh, talking to friends, keeping me motivated. Shout out to Big P, um, Ray, Cracks. You know, everyone that I kind of talk to on a regular basis. Thank you, you know, for being an ear and um, listening to a nigga and saying, nigga, you crazy. What the fuck you talking about? Because a lot of people just don't know. But um, it's always good to have an ear, you know. So I appreciate and I thank you and I love y'all. Thank you. Um, other than that, man, I'm still here. I'm working. I'm I'm. I'm Fucking working on this house. I've been painting and painting my ass off. The the kitchen is finally done. Um, we still need a washing machine in that bitch, but that's okay. You know, we, that's what we got a 15 year old son for. And I'm no I'm no stranger to dishes. Nobody's scared of these dishes. I can knock the shit out. Um, but other than that, a lot of painting, a lot of sanding, a lot of cutting. I made a little um little breakfast nook in our kitchen. With a, with a bench, 
little storage area for the bench. I painted the, the sides of the bench. It's butcher block topped. Oh, mate, I, I redid our kitchen table. I ended up um, modifying that, cutting it into the size of the, um, so it could fit inside of our breakfast nook. And I sanded that. And my wife was so impressed, man. I got booty all fucking week. I had so much sex that week. I didn't know what to do with myself. I was, I was tired from just the sex. I'm going to be honest with you. My wife rewarded me with sex. And I was thankful for it. But I was exhausted because I had shit to do still, right? Still had shit to fucking do. But I'm thankful. Kitchen is done. We're looking good. The bathroom is about 95% done. Got some electrical work to happen in there. And, um, you know, I, I just finished putting the last coat of uh, paint on there. It's two-tone, just like our kitchen. Um, it's like an off-whitish kind of gray with a darker gray charcoal color, uh, similar to the kitchen color. And it, it looks, looks fucking phenomenal, man. You guys go to my Instagram, uh, Comedian Tyranny on Instagram, and check that shit out. Yeah, that shit looks fucking great. So I'm excited about that. And I've um, got a couple of shows, man. I'm going to North Carolina this weekend to visit my father and also got a um, a Juneteenth show. Juneteenth! You know, um, if you guys aren't familiar with Juneteenth, Juneteenth is the date of, I guess, the, the official ending date of slavery for most slaves or whenever your, your state was uh, getting the message out, right? So now we just picked a date in the month of June and now we call it Juneteenth. It's the June 19th, which is Father's Day. So now Father's Day is now shared with a slave day, which is cool. Um, I'm, I'm happy to even have Juneteenth. Um, it's cool that they acknowledged it. And we even got it's a federal holiday. So we even got the day off, you know, so it, it's it's. It's great. You know, it's definitely um, it's a great thing. But what we need to do, right? So Juneteenth is a federal holiday in the United States uh, commemorating emancipation of enslaved African Americans. It is also often observed for celebrating African American culture originating in Galveston. Yeah, Galveston, Texas. It has been celebrated annually on June 19th. In various parts of the United States since 1865. So they've been celebrating this shit for years. Right? And this is to celebrate our, you know, uh, commemorating our emancipation from slavery. Right? Um, yeah. I think that we should still have work on the 19th of June. And just let all the white people go. And then come in the day after and just be like, oh, we forgot to tell you. We got the message out late. That's what we should do for Juneteenth. Because pretty much that's what Juneteenth is to me. It's just that some niggas got the message out late. And, you know, once we once we were emancipated, not all the states kind of jumped on board and got the message out. They said, we're we going to tell them niggas next week. And they kept pushing it back. We're going to tell them niggas that. It's like when your job wants to fire you but they got a heavy workload they go like we're gonna let this nigga go at the end of the month because we got too much shit to do we can't afford to let ty go at the beginning of uh july let's let him let's let him collect a couple of checks let's get this heavy workload out and let's um offer him a package and the way history is going now they're trying to rewrite history saying that we were um 
<laughs> um, entrepreneurs that came over here to seek um, opportunity. You know, next is going to be we we uh, we actually swam from Africa for uh, CrossFit reasons, and they bred us to be super athletes. That's why we're so dominant in basketball and football and all these other sports. Um, slavery was CrossFit. That's what they're going to say. It was CrossFit. Genetically, we got you guys ready for all the sports so you can reap the benefits later and, you know, give back to your uh, to your broken heritage. Thank you, white people. So it is what it is. I'm just fucking with you. But um, Juneteenth, it's a funny holiday. It's weird. It's a weird holiday. But I'll take it. I'll take that bitch on the calendar. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. Now, I'm looking forward to this road trip to North Carolina to see my father. He's riddled with cancer. Um, I think they call it mangitis cancer, mangerian cancer, some mangerian, manchurian candidate cancer. I'm not sure what form. Every form of cancer is fucking horrible, right? There is no good cancer. It's all fucking horrible. Fuck cancer. But my father being a, being a man of the 80s, he was born in the 50s. My father's about 70 years old now. 72, I believe he is. Um, or 74. I think he's 74. And the 80s hit him kind of hard, man. Um, you know, fortunately enough, Biden didn't get a chance to lock my daddy up in the 80s by passing that bill uh, for all the crackheads out there that was using. Um, once our communities was plagued with this horrible drug that ripped apart families and tore dreams apart and, you know... Um, Put a lot of people's, uh, pulled a lot of families apart, man. Destroyed a lot of shit. Crack, the crack epidemic. Crack, cocaine, all that shit. In the 80s, shit hit hard. And my father got caught up in that. And he had his, he had, you know, dealing with his demons off and on. And, you know, I think things just, everything is just kind of caught up to him. Being by himself, you know, Rolling Stone type of shit. Fucking around with some. I don't know what's up with these niggas that go down south. My father's one of them. These southern niggas go down south, find themselves a fat white girl, and get them pregnant. Now, my father did that shit, and I have a sister that is one year younger than my son. Now, that ain't the most trifling ghetto shit I've ever heard, and I tried to stay away from trifling ghetto shit. And I don't claim that at all. I don't claim that little girl. I don't know who she is, you know? And it's one of those things where... Not everybody knows because my father was fucking this white girl while he was staying in the crib with her and her man. Yeah, he done fucked this bitch behind his back, by by uh, behind this dude's back. And this nigga running around here don't know that this girl don't look like him. But, you know, when you try to just look past and oversee shit, that's some of the shit I try to look past and oversee. I'm like, ain't no fucking way. I'm 46 years old. And just gonna open my arms and embrace this little fuck. I don't know these fucking people. I mean, I'm not a mean person. Of course, if I meet the little girl, I'm gonna say hello and be cordial. I'm gonna be like, little bitch, that's my dad. I ain't gonna do no shit like that. But at this age, this point in the game, I'm trying to worry about my family, man. My father, listen, it was shit he was supposed to take care of with me. So now you go and have a... a girl a, a, another child at like 60 something years old nigga you wildin nigga you crazy but it is what it is so 
he's dealing with his cancer issues, but I think that crack cocaine done preserved his body in a way where the cancer ain't gonna be able, ain't, cancer can't kill this nigga. I'm, I'm gonna tell the doctors right now, they're like, he's doing better. He lost a lot of weight and everything. He, he had some kind of infection. He's really fucked up in the game, but I'm gonna tell you something. Niggas that was on crack, they're resilient. Let me say that again. Niggas that was on crack are resilient. Now, I don't know about the crack nowadays, but the crack in the 80s must have been cut. It was pure. It wasn't stepped on. It was the George Lucas crack, right? It wasn't stepped on. Blue Magic crack. Whoever it was, I think it's preserved this nigga's body, and he ain't going nowhere. Because you hear the stories all the time. Crackheads outlive every fucking body. Crackheads can't catch COVID. Active crackheads. My father hasn't touched drugs in a while. At least I, I, from what I can tell. Been a, been a few years. At least that's what that nigga's telling me. So, God bless him. Um, all we can do as is, is, is children, when our parents do get older and we have to take care of them, is take care of them best we can, be there, talk to them, and, and, and see them through. Whatever it is, you know, so I'm happy to go down there and see my father this weekend. And um, he gets to see his grandson. Hadn't seen him in years. And uh, it's going to be a good thing, you know, catch up with some family real quick. It's going to be an in and out uh, because the paper funny right now. It's going to be an in and out type of thing. We got a lot of shit happening. I would love to stay for a few days and. Spend the night at families and have some great breakfasts and some great dinners. But uh, that ain't going to happen. Um, I'm just thankful to get down there and see my father. And also make a couple of people laugh and uh, put some money in my pocket. You know, because uh, we need that. Um, still got a son in private school. You know, been in private school since this nigga been able to walk. So I paid for college about six times already. And I'm hoping he can get himself a free ride to a college. Get smart, boy. Get smart. Get you that free ride. Because we need it. We goddamn need it. So, in a nutshell, I'm just trying to catch y'all up. I know I missed a whole lot of current events and news and stuff. And I'm trying to do better. I will do better. Um, I was getting real fucking lazy. And I didn't want to deal with y'all niggas, really, honestly. You know, it gets frustrating out there when everybody is dunking on you. And I got this podcast I've been doing by myself for two years. And I get like 13 spins, 28 subscribers on SoundCloud. And who knows who the fuck listening to my shit on Apple Music or whatever or Spotify. You know, no shout outs. No, it just it feels like I'm walking through an empty fucking building just talking and rambling and talking and rambling. And, and you don't get that much feedback. So sometimes your motivation gets low to the point where you're like... Who the fuck cares? You know what I mean? If I stop podding for a couple of months, what, eight niggas going to be like, hey, remember that podcast we used to listen to? Yeah, what was his name again? I don't know, but just something else we're listening to. That's that's just how the world works, and I get it. I totally fucking get it. I was into a podcast for a while, and I stopped listening to it, mainly because my commute and all that shit changed, right? Usually when your routine changes, other things change. I used to have... Um, you know, a, a partner of mine told me, yeah, I used to listen to your podcast all the time on my way to work. But uh, I work from home now. So fuck. Fuck you work from home, people. 
you know, get in the car and listen to my fucking podcast and ride around the block a couple of times. You need that shit, especially if you're married. If you're married, you should be getting in the car, riding around the block for a couple of times. Not even listening to my podcast, just to keep your marriage fresh. Just to keep your wife happy. She don't want to be around you all the goddamn time, nigga. Go out. Go food shopping by yourself. But when she go out, why don't you uh, fold some clothes, wash some dishes, clean the tub. The whole tub, not just where your feet at. Clean the back of the tub so, so somebody can sit their ass down there and soak. All right? Don't do no man cleaning where you leave a, leave a wood grain trim around the side of the, around the ring of the tub. It's a dirty ring. Dirty bath ring. I went to a friend's house one time. One of my homies' houses, he had a dirty fucking ring around his tub. I said, nigga, it look like your tub is wood grain. You better go ahead and hit that bitch with some Clorox. You need bleach. This is not acceptable. You don't get bitches. Because bitches like clean bathrooms. And bitches don't like to be called bitches. Sorry. It just was in the moment. I had to do it. It felt it felt right to call it, to say bitch. Um, but women don't like dirty bathrooms, all right? Women don't. At least the women I, I used to fuck with. I know my wife don't like a dirty fucking bathroom. And I damn sure don't like a dirty bathroom. So if I was fucking with a woman that had a dirty bathroom, it wouldn't be it'd be short-lived messing with you. If I really liked you that much, I'd be I clean your bathroom and sit you down and talk to you about the, the condition of your bathroom. Like I, I really like you and I wanna be here. Pass me that sponge. But we need to get one thing straight. Without comment, we ain't gonna be able to get this wood grain fucking ring around the tub off. Okay, all right. You don't. You can't use saw scrub. You need something with some grit. You need comet and a scouring pad. Scouring pad. Your dirty back broad. No, just kidding. But um, I just wanted to touch base with you guys, get a feel of the podcast rhythm again. I hope you guys didn't fall out of love with me. And if you didn't, please give me a retweet, shout out, something. Uh, follow me on Facebook. I got to get back on Facebook because there's some things happening with the reels. And I hate Facebook. It's a bunch of old niggas on Facebook and people that you really don't, you don't, you care, but you don't give a fuck. Like, you know, it's just so, Facebook's, Facebook feels like the, the company cookout, the daytime company, you know, watch your posture cookout type of uh, platform. And I, I don't, I don't like that. I like to say fuck, you know, I like to say inappropriate things. Um, I don't know. It just seems like Facebook is always, it's always judgmental. You know, it's, it, it tore people apart. You know, it's people that I don't speak to because of, I'm sure because of, it started off a of fucking Facebook and some opposing opinions, you know, but that's life. It is what it is. All right. But hey, I want you guys to, uh, thank you for continue to listen, man. Please continue to listen. Go back and listen to some of the older shit. Share my, um, trying to figure it out. Uh, podcast slash stand up that I did at a um, at a fundraising event that was right right I think it was more towards the end of the lockdown we were still kind of in from COVID-19 and Megatron whoever the fuck we were doing um, laying low from germs uh, dressing up like beekeepers overheating um, go and check my podcast out alright the Tyranny podcast I might rename it I might rebrand it or I might just disappear again and never come the fuck back. But I doubt it. I doubt it. But I thank you guys for listening and always love. And um, 
Yeah, retweet my shit and follow me. Let me know you out there. I love y'all. I'm going to holler at you. It's Ty Rainey. Peace. <laughs>